Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day guys and welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast and this week I'm joined by my very good friend David Nicolucci from wearegrowthhack.com uh, and they're an Amazon PPC agency. And today, David and I uh, gaze into the crystal ball to try and predict where Amazon's headed in 2020 or this year. So we both make some pretty bold predictions, and David also shares a ranking strategy that he's using at the moment to revive old products on Amazon with very strong results. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's sort of towards the end of our conversation. Now, on to other things. So there's been a lot of uncertainty surrounding the coronavirus outbreak in China, and of course, our thoughts are with all of those who are affected there. And uh, unfortunately for us, Amazon sellers who source out of China, there's likely to be some serious issues after CMY, uh, as the government is continuing to impose travel restrictions in China, both internally and externally. Uh, the year we market, for example, has been closed, and there are rumors now floating around that the Canton Fair in April may even be cancelled. So certainly many attendees are strongly reconsidering their attendance there. So I guess more than now than ever, it's increasingly urgent to... I guess diversify your sourcing, which is why I strongly recommend heading to India for the Delhi Fair in April. And as you know, Megla, who's been on the show a few times, runs the India Sourcing Trip Tour. So that's over at indiasourcingtrip.com. And I urge you to book for April. Uh, She has a $500 discount until January 31st, 2020. That's this year. Uh, Tim Jordan, currently running the Helium 10 Project X case study with Bradley Sutton, will be there as a coach, as will Gary Young, uh, Huang, Gary Huang, uh, myself, Mark Jolly, and many others. So to find out more about that, and maybe even uh, book a time to have a chat with Megla, just head over to indiasourcingtrip.com. Um, don't forget to subscribe to Facebook, head over to theaustralianseller.com uh, forward slash Facebook, and let's get on with my conversation late last week with David Nicolucci. All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Australian Seller Podcast. Today, I'm delighted to welcome back David Nicolucci from wearegrowthhack.com. David, thank you so much for being back on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. It's uh, it's a great pleasure uh, to be back on the show. It was was like a year ago, right? Yeah, it was. We were talking, I think, quite a bit about Black Hat um, about a year ago. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, not much has changed really, but uh, actually you just sent through a link through to a Reddit group too, where, uh, yeah, there's oh, uh, yes. American sellers that are wanting to um, band together to try and, I guess, uh, stand up against some of the black hat and the attacks that they're yeah. getting on some of their uh, seller accounts. So yeah, it's uh, interesting um, where, where that might go. Um, now today though, what we wanted to do was quickly talk about, the emerging trends that you're seeing on Amazon for 2020, because it is now 2020. Mm-hmm. We're recording this uh, sort of mid to late January. And uh, and then you've also been experimenting or in fact getting some really good success as well with um, a new sort of launching and ranking tactic. So maybe we can touch on that yep. as well. Would that be all right? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Awesome. Uh, just, you know, uh, talking a little bit about the Black Hat, uh, you're right, there's not a lot of changes right now in terms of what uh, kind of techniques are used there. Because mm-hmm. for example, if you if you go and read today, my post, uh, Worry Zone, that I think we talked about that in our last 
interview on your podcast, uh, it is pretty much still the same. There's just a little bit of new tactics and, and so on, but that's pretty much it. Uh, what is changing right now is the, you know, the approach of American sellers. I mean, people, sellers are really pissed about this right now. <laughs> so they mm-hmm. are <laughs> moving together. And uh, there is also some other kind of new black hat scams. Uh, they touch your inventory, they touch your personal information, uh, they, they, go, they go mess with your account. So it's not anymore just about appropriation of information like A9 or uh, quick ranking or, uh, mm. you know, uh, this kind of stuff or reviews. It's, uh, it's a different, different thing and it's getting really dangerous. So, but yeah, and also the trend and with this, we can jump directly into what's, what's going to be new in 2020 is that Amazon is starting to actually do something. Um, yeah. So for example, they are, uh, you know, cracking a little bit on reviews. Uh, there's been an, a new round of reviews wiping, I think, in the past two or three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we, we've seen a lot of, you know, reviews being canceled and et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, this connects to the whole, uh, you know, discussion that we can do about 2020. So what's going to be new? Um, what's going to happen? What are the new challenges for sellers uh, yeah. for, for this upcoming year? Uh, for the year that is already here, yeah. It's, it's yeah, already exactly. Here. <laughs> it's already started. Because uh, the other thing is that with the new switch from Amazon going from a review system to this new rating system where customers can leave a rating, like a one star or yeah. five star, without having to actually write anything, um, a lot of people in my little group are saying that they're seeing their review counts or their rating counts actually go up quite a lot. And they're also yeah. seeing um, that the... The, the score of the, the, you know, the average uh, star rating is actually improving as well. So there's something really interesting going on there, but I can see how it could be misused very easily by Black Hatters to, you know, bang yeah. a whole bunch of one-star uh, uh, reviews on, on a product, on a competing product anonymously. So there's, yeah. Anyway, we'll see how yeah. that goes. Yeah. Interesting, that one. Yeah, so I think that actually, you know, this goes all together uh, with the fact that Amazon has been realizing that I mean, this is a problem that has been on the online reviewing system for forever. Like, mm. when would you go and leave a review and actually write something? Only when you're pretty much pissed about the product and you want to, you know, alert other potential customers to, uh, before they're going to buy it, uh, what would be the problem in your opinion? So this yeah. is the problem, not only for Amazon, but for Yelp and TripAdvisor. You know, you go and write a review when you really want to do that because something is not right. Because if everything is right, you don't go and write a review. So yeah, that's right. Amazon bias is, isn't there is, towards towards negativity. Yeah, yeah. So Amazon was was cutting this problem by giving less opportunities to actually express your voice and making it easier, actually, because you can still write the review, but you can also mm. just do the rating. So that's gonna make everything faster. So you will have more reviews and more positive reviews. And mm. yeah, I also read the same thing as you that the the rate of how many reviews or ratings you're having is actually increasing because it's easier. It takes you a few seconds to do it. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, I, regarding- I think I saw on that too. Like there was like a set of uh, Apple AirPods, which maybe back in October had 15,000 reviews, which is quite a lot, obviously. And now it's yeah. got over 32,000 reviews or ratings now. So yeah, there definitely seems to be a massive spike in, uh, in the ability or, or, or the, the review velocity or the rating velocity as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is really, I mean, I, I think it's great. There would be definitely some space for black hat players, but 
Um, yeah, it's always there. Anyway, what, um, what I want to say is that, yeah, for example, talking about the trends of this year, of 2020, I was talking to, I think it's Feedback Weeds. Uh, I'm, I'm going to release the article by the end of January, hopefully, because I always write super long articles. I don't write mm. very often, but it's super long. And uh, yeah, everyone is saying that you have less chances now to talk to your, uh, to your buyer, actually. Uh, so the, the seller buyer messaging system is changing a little bit, but the TOS are always the same. And you can only ask for review once. You only have one, one chance. So you don't want to waste it. You want to send a good personalized uh, message. So uh, you want to make the best out of it. So this is very much the news about reviews. Um, so sellers should be definitely careful about it. They should do things right. And uh, yeah, they could also expect uh, a higher number of reviews coming for this reason. Yeah, I, I'm actually kind of agree with you there. I think the writing's actually on the wall for feedback genius for sales backer for, you know, I don't know, jump send and, and probably even the review email system uh, that Helium 10 offers as well. Like basically anybody that's offering a, an automated customer email follow-up system, I think that's on the wall. And, and the reason why I think that's the writing's on the wall for that is because Amazon recently released as well the review button, the product mm. review button against yeah. all the individual yep. orders. And I think... You know, interestingly, uh, I got a VA or my VA to, to, she helps with one of my clients. And so we were sending automated emails out to customers uh, as per normal, but we're also, I guess in a way, doubling up on hitting the review request buttons on individual orders one at a time. Yep. Uh, the client was actually pinged by Amazon for sending multiple emails or review requests. Yep. So, so you've got to be really careful not to double up. You either do one or you do the other, but you don't do both. I think that's yeah. that's probably the lesson I learned from that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And this all goes back to what someone told me back in 2016. Amazon wants to cut down the middleman, and they always been trying to. So, anything that is a service provider, or we we had this issue actually last year. You remember with sales velocity? I think we also talked a little bit about that. We did. Uh, when yeah, we launch, and then we had account reviews for using this launch services that would would probably trigger some black hat kind of uh, you know suspect yeah. on Amazon. So yeah, you you have to do everything staying within what Amazon provides you. Mm, I agree. So, what are the trends then for for twenty twenty that um, can can you highlight for us? Yeah, sure. So, first thing, as we said, reviews. You have to be careful. You will have more, but you will have you know less opportunities to talk to your to your to your buyer. And then we are seeing actually a lot of implementations in PPC advertising and advertising in general. And I guess you also agree with me because I know you do a lot of PPC as well. So there is. I mean, in 2019, I, I listed, uh, I don't know how many changes of the Seller Central just interface that happened in Amazon regarding sponsor products only. So we had only in 2019, I mean, this might sound normal now, natural to, to think about those, those features when, you, when you're setting up your campaign. But before 2019, there was no opportunity to, for example, set up uh, dynamic bidding or to, to get the, the search term directly on your seller central and uh, to, to split up different, um, for example, automatic targetings, uh, to do bid plus, you know, things like that. And now we're going right. to have in 20, yeah, 2020, we, we're going to have a heavier use of video ads. I was talking with uh, Liran about this. Mm. Uh, they will also provide the service for video ads. 
uh, there's going to be more and more branding effect because uh, Amazon is uh, giving, let's say, more opportunities to brands that are registered. So it would be very important for, for you as a seller to register your brand. Uh, this is always, always uh, going to be more important. I think I saw a little interview. It was, I think it was France Jordan from Celix who was saying this that you need to be careful you need to have your brand registered because uh brand registered will have a better chance to actually do more advertising on amazon yes. um i mean we, we are seeing the trend is going is going uh, to to get there and uh also what you, i would like to say yep. do, you, do you think that amazon may actually get to the point where if you're not if you don't have a registered trademark they won't even let you sell as a third Probably. party Probably. <laughs> I mean, it, mm. I think, yeah, I think this is an interesting uh, question. Uh, I think that, that, that's sort yeah, of, I yeah. think that's actually coming because I think Amazon is also starting to take a pretty dim view of the amount of courses that people are offering and, and companies are offering. And, and I think that there's just been such a flood of silicon, you know, mat selling, you know, uh, new new sellers that are all pretty much trying to sell the same thing. I think Amazon's pretty much had enough of the amount of new sellers that are coming on pretty much trying to sell yeah. private label. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I, I interrupted there. It's just a, yeah, no, but we're talking I, trends. I, that's I, sort I of think, where I think things might, might be heading as well. Yeah. But you know, for, I mean, if we're talking to an audience that pretty much knows already what's, what's been going on and they want an update, they, they can just, I think it's easy to follow up because your question is actually the right question at the right time. So uh, I think that this might be actually an option. It, 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 it would be a possible future, maybe at the end, by the end of this year or my, maybe by next year's, that Amazon mm. will only allow you know, registered and trusted brands to actually sell the products uh, because there, there's going to there's be just more and more issues with brands that are not registered. And I mean, the branding is becoming a very important and uh, active you know, a topic for Amazon right now. They are moving their their energies towards protecting brands and uh, making things easier for brands in terms of selling. Uh, yeah. Even though there are here and there are some glitches still, but we can see that this is the trend. So yeah, mm. definitely advertising. Uh, register your brand. Try to understand how advertising works. Mm. And uh, yeah, I I think I've seen you at, in Guangzhou last year, right? Oh, no, I haven't been to China oh. for over 12 months. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, right. You, yeah, you, another, you, sorry. <laughs> there's another <Yeah>. bald guy. <laughs> what about Chris Davey? No. No. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to recall when I, when I met you in person the last time. I think it was in Hong Kong then, right? It was, yeah. It was actually in, I think it was in 2017. I think. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's, anyway. Yeah, I think it was at the Global Sources Summit there uh, just a couple yeah. of years ago. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, because my at my last presentation in in Guangzhou uh, with uh, Global from Asia, I was talking about you know uh, some mistakes that you should avoid for you know to to waste your budget on PPC on advertising for Amazon, and uh, one of those was actually to understand how the system works so that you're not going to pay the idiot tax. Mm. And this is very important today for sellers because there are so many changes and so many new things are coming. Uh, on a monthly base on Amazon Seller Central on the interface with the campaign manager that if you don't understand what you're doing, if you don't know what's changing, you might be wasting a lot of budget. And it's, it's a true pain. It's a true uh, potential of wasting your budget there because yeah. 
if you want if you want to play around but you don't know what you're doing then maybe you don't know how to set up for example i had this i remember we had this problem at the beginning with uh, with bit plus at the beginning yeah. of last year mm. yeah also that there was also a glitch in the amazon system i have to say because that was a beta version still mm. and i remember there was some guys posting this video that went viral in the solar community because they were they were saying about this hack you put your bids on a very low default value like 20 cent or 10 cent and then you you push very high um top of search results like 900 percent and right, this yeah. pretty much yeah this mm. this made a lot of problems i had some some clients we spent like two thousand us dollar in a day and our total budget was 200 so uh, that was yeah. really really impressive so so you have to know what you're doing yeah i think sometimes you just don't be the pioneer with that face down with the arrows in the back like if amazon releases a new feature particularly when advertising when you're spending you can spend quite a lot of money accidentally um strongly recommend that you wait for someone else to actually try it out first uh and then get the results yeah. from from their tests before you start playing around in there anyway yeah yeah so yeah this is one of the uh you know new predictions for 2020 advertising would be more and more important for amazon it's uh becoming more and more a play uh pay to play uh let's say mm -hmm. uh you you have to do advertising and you have to do it in the right way because you're what we what we can what we can see since you know a couple of years now it's you will probably also agree with that the cpc the cost per click on average is just going up yeah. and uh you need to be smart. You need to focus on exact targeting, for example. Mm. You need to make a, a great research of your keywords and of your features. And you need to uh, with, target your customer with, uh, let, let's say, someone called it a surgical precision, a surgeon mm. precision, some, something like that. So you, yeah. need, you need to know exactly what you're doing. And I can see actually the same. For example, now we are, we are diversifying a lot our campaigns between broad and exact and we mm -hmm. tend to give more budget to exact uh, so that we, we know exactly what we're doing and we use broad pretty much just to get you know, uh, more impressions and to do a little bit more research, but then we focus on exact match. So mm -hmm. this is pretty much where it's going for now. Tell me, are you running any automatic campaigns at all anymore? Yes, but we normally, <laughs> with mm -hmm. automatic campaigns, so we normally give them like a 5 to $10 budget per day. Yeah. Uh, but we run one automatic campaign for for each of the variations of our uh, mm. clients normally. So so if you have a lot of variations, your budget your budget might be uh, your spend budget might be a little bit higher. But that goes with mm. your strategy, so it, that depends. Yeah. Uh, but normally, yes, we, we we do that. We still even even though they have like a very very high acres, we we try to optimize. We we put negative. Uh, mm. search terms mm. I mean I love this feature now it came up like a few months ago right yeah it's good and you, <laughs> yeah, mm. you don't have to download the search term report I mean you always have to download the search term report I, I download search term report like twice a week mm. but if you want to take some immediate action you can just go on the search term tab that's and right. you can just negate yeah, yeah so that saves a lot of time can yeah that's really good great great tip there and yeah it's one of the things I mean that you know there's a lot of maintenance inside an Amazon seller account there's no doubt about that particularly when it comes to PPC and you know checking inventory and setting yeah. up alerts and whatnot um, what other trends are we seeing this year do you think uh, yeah definitely I was talking with Megla I mm -hmm. I know for sure you've been part of the India sourcing trip right that's correct <laughs> yes yes I've been ha having fun on that yeah and heading back again in April so I'm excited that you mentioned that 
Yeah. That's great. Uh, so I'll probably see you in Hong Kong in April, right? Uh, if I can, if I can talk my wife into letting me get it get on another plane after India and then head straight up. Okay. Let's see about that. Anyway. Yeah. So definitely sourcing from anywhere else than China is getting bigger and bigger. And let me tell you, Amazon is going all in with India. So Jeff Bezos has been, yeah, he's been doing conferences in India. Uh, I can see now new advertising coming up and, uh, uh, Magla has been constantly sharing news about Jeff Bezos putting more effort and investment in new projects in India. So I think uh, the reason why Amazon switched uh, and left the uh, Chinese marketplace is because in the long term, I mean, they're always doing something for the long term. Yeah. They are a great company. They are one of the best companies in the world. So there's always a reason behind they're doing something. So when people were left shocked, why would they leave the biggest marketplace in the world? There is a reason why. Of course, I mean, they're putting a lot of effort in, in India, uh, both for services, uh, we have customer service, and then also for sourcing. I'm sure about that. So if yeah. you're planning to, yeah, now we are calling, calling in again, Megla, if you're, if you're planning to diversify your, your sourcing, I mean, uh, get in touch with Megla or, I mean, Chris, you're always there. So I think that you can give uh, also great value. Try uh, diversifying your your sourcing, uh, get some products from India. The quality is really good, and I I mean from what I've seen so far, the India sourcing trip was good, and there is just going to be more and more uh, between Amazon and India. I agree. Um, just on that, so if anybody is interested in learning more about the India sourcing trip tour, it's the URL is very easy. It's indiasourcingtrip.com. <laughs> and, uh, and I think if you hit the contact page there, you can book a time to actually talk to Megler about the trip. And of course, there's full itinerary and all the rest of it there as well. But uh, yeah, and then the, the other thing, of course, is just the quality of the coaches that are going to be there. So there's, um, we've got Marg Jolly, who is, uh, I've had her on the show before. She's actually sourcing directly from India. She doesn't source from anywhere else anymore. And she's making a profit these days of, uh, you know, 120,000 US a year, uh, just down in Geelong in, in Australia. Um, really a real expert there. And then you've also got um, typically Chinese uh, sourcing people as well. So we've got uh, Gary Huang, who's currently running the Seven Figure Summit. So mm-hmm. I encourage people to go to the sevenfiguresummit.com and check out the amazing uh, content that he's putting together there in the virtual summit. Uh, you've also got Tim Jordan as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of other really, really cool coaches as well to help you uh, if you do decide to source something out of India. So, yeah, so it's a, just a, such a great trip. I, I keep crapping on about it. I'm going to um, pull it in for a second. But, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> but I do agree. I think that, you know, that Jeff Bezos went to India. He's investing over, I think, $5.5 billion in the next, is it 12 months or two years or something? Um, and they're yeah. also sourcing over $10 billion worth of product from India directly. I, I'm assuming to sell on Amazon. So uh, as a, as a one P so, uh, you know, there's a huge amount of focus and investment in India right now by Amazon. Yeah. I think that this is great. You know, um, if we, if we look at how things are going, we can just see this shift. Uh, there is still a big, you know, part of Amazon that is interested in China, of course, and they are not going to leave China. No. There is still a huge amount of sellers. There is still this 40% of the U.S. sellers that are based in China. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, this is something we can all benefit from because we can still learn something. You know? um, but, yeah, uh, so 
I mean, if, if we want to wrap up about 2020 uh, predictions, I think that these are the main, the main changes and the, the main things that sellers to, should consider. I mean, mm-hmm. always do a good marketing, do a good promotion, uh, be careful about your PPC, and PPC is going to be more and more important. Um, and then reviews, and be careful where you're sourcing your products from, and uh, be mm-hmm. careful about the quality of your products, and register your brand. Uh, this yeah. is going to be very important. So I guess this a little bit sums up. Uh, and also, yeah, try to be careful about black hat players. Uh, and if you can join any you know, group where they tell you how to defend yourself or they're trying to make some... Um, uh, actually, those, those, those group we have mentioned, they are trying to make an uh, advocacy group and they're trying to yeah. establish some connection with the... Uh, OMG or OMG organization that is the right. online merchant guild. Mm. Um, so I, Ref- I think that yeah, Paul yeah. Ref- Refferson, Ref- I can't remember his surname. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably we can we can post the link later mm. uh, when you when you publish this. Will do. Yeah, this is episode 84, people. So um, if you happen to be listening and you want to check out the show notes, just head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash zero eight four, and that's our chat between David and myself. Uh, and I'll have all the links to all the resources that we're talking about uh, on that page. Back to you, David, with the weather. No, just kidding. (laughs) um, It's cold here. (laughs) Oh, is it? Yeah, you're in Italy right now, yeah? Yeah, I'm in Italy. I was lighting up the fire. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, We're not doing that here right now. It's pretty warm. Anyway. Uh, Right, so we've, I think we've covered the trends so far, but one of the things that you did mention to me as well, sort of off air, was that you had some recent, really good success, recent success with a new launch strategy. I'm always, my my ears always prick up when someone says, oh, I've got a new way to rank a product on Amazon or launch a product on Amazon. So um, tell all, can you spill your guts and tell us what you got? What do you got for it? Yeah, I, I, I can say what I can say. I have been testing this with, uh, I would say, five different main categories. So products mm-hmm. for five different main, uh, main categories, uh, totally around maybe 25 SKUs right now. So different, different products, different variations. And it's working, I would say, for 99%, for 95%. So it has a very high success rate. And I'm going to talk about this now. I'm going to probably make a video in the next days with oh. the uh, step-by-step uh, yes, explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I will send you the link so you can probably link it also. Um, yes. we, we actually also made a webinar with Megla. I believe we had around 200 views uh, during the webinar, mm-hmm. uh, 200 people joining or a little bit more. Uh, anyway, it was, it was very appreciated because people are looking for you know, ways to rank their products without spending huge budget. And this is everything that this is about. Mm. Um, they're looking for ways to save a little bit on their PPC because actually this strategy that I came up with is also good to lower a little bit your, your ACOS or PPC spend budget. So wow. let, let me tell you where this is coming yeah. from. Yeah. Mm. So in 2019, I, I would call it the PPC year for, for myself, for the kind mm. of services that I was providing because I was seeing this trend that. Amazon was getting more and more into PPC. PPC was becoming more and more important. So you have to learn uh, to do a great PPC. And there is, um, you could probably say that too, there is a constant, constantly growing demand for PPC agencies or PPC tools, et cetera. 
mm. uh, because it takes a lot of time and most sellers can't really figure it out. And the ACOS is just going very high. Uh, some of the, the latest clients that I got, they were not too bad on PPC already. They were having good sales, not too bad acres, but we wanted to do more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to, you know, get some, some ideas here and there. I tried with some landing pages. I tried ClickFunnels. I tried here and there. I tried LandingCube that I think it's a great tool, uh, but it might not be the best for every kind of product. Uh, especially if, if you can't really offer a high discount because this kind of landing pages, they work best when you have a very high discount. Right. Uh, so what I, what I tried to do is to, I said, okay, let me, let me jump a little bit into a, uh, let's stay always into the white hat, maybe a little bit grayish. I, was, I started to use uh, tracking links uh, with Pixify. Uh, do you know what is Pixify? I do. Yeah, yeah. Pixify is awesome because you can create, well, they've got all sorts of different URLs that you can throw um, into your advertising yeah. and, and, uh, and, and throw at Amazon. Yeah. It's really clever. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I asked some of my connections, hey, just, just tell me what, what kind of link works better. And they told me, yeah, you should use Search Find Buy and Super URL 2.0 and other right. links. I tried a little bit and I came up with uh, using Super URL 2.0. So, the whole idea is this. I, I track first the organic rank of the products that I want to, that I want to increase uh, mm-hmm. my sales and, and reduce the acres. I track BSR and uh, organic rank for the top keywords. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, this is the short summary. Then you make pretty much uh, a few super URLs with, the, with those top keywords. Mm-hmm. And then you, you push clicks, you push traffic, external traffic via Facebook ads. And mm-hmm. if you have a good network, you can do also with influencers or you can do it with forums, et cetera, because forums and influencers is, is way cheaper than Facebook. Um, if you have free connections with, with influencers, you can just post, post it for free. Or if you want to post it and pay once, you can just pay once. But I was doing mostly with Facebook because I didn't want to involve too many people. I just wanted to do it by myself. And mm-hmm. uh, we had great results because, uh, for example, I remember... I did it for several products. We were testing five keywords and uh, those, let me jump into the, uh, into the rank. I have the, the, the rank tracker here. Sure. Uh, so were you offering so a much- discount on the, what sort of incentive yeah. are you offering these Facebook uh, customers? Yeah. I suppose? So, so uh, we were, we, you, you should create a discount on the seller central, of course, for that singular uh, SKU. And what you want to do is you want to, to push this discount with the uh, super URL tracking link. But the good thing that I like with Pixify Me is that you can actually make an intermediate uh, landing page That's where right. you can actually give instructions. Because yes. what the user will see eventually uh, when they click on the Facebook ads, they would be redirected to the, to the Amazon listing page, but there is nowhere they can find the actual code unless it's on the Facebook ad. And I prefer to, to give, you know, a step-by-step guide mm-hmm. that you, of course, can't really write on the Facebook ad because they just see the ad. They, they might be clicking yeah. impulsively in the Facebook ads. So they probably don't even copy and paste the ad, the, the coupon, and they might forget it. So they don't even buy that because they, they forget that they have to, what the, to, to yeah, copy stuff. That's right. Yeah, so with Pixify Me, I click on create the intermediate page and then I write step by step. You have to copy this code. You have to click on proceed to Amazon. I use the super URL 2.0. 
Yep. So every time they, they come on Amazon, they click there, Amazon recognizes there has been a search of that product. And if they buy it because they have the, of course, the incentivization with, uh, with the discount, then this is very good for your rank because Amazon is saying that people are looking for that product and then they buy. So your conversion for that particular keyword goes up. And then in the long, in the long run, but I would say it takes a few days or a few weeks to actually yes. uh, start affecting your rank, your mm -hmm. rank would be much better. So I've been testing this and I can tell you some of the uh, results that we had. Hit me. So... Yeah, I'm gonna hit you. So this is okay. This is probably one of the one of the uh, the best that we did. This is from January 9, twenty twenty to January uh, sixteen. Uh, okay. So this is a week. Sorry. Yeah. Seven yeah. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Seven Oops. days. We we had the product. There is a accessory for for your laptop. It's like a laptop stand or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I never disclose too much about my clients' products. Of course not. So we yeah we started with uh, 120 uh, BSR uh, in the category and uh, 350 in the so 120 in the in the subcategory and 350 in the main category. And then after this week, we went to we went to 89 in the subcategory and 250 in the main category. And we had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten keywords. Of those ten keywords, he was already ranking for three of them. Yep. And by the end of the week, he was ranking for all of them in the second page or first page. So this is so this case study is. It worked really well, but we have to mm. say this was this was not a new product. So this was a product okay. that was already it's existing. There. Yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't yeah. a launch and a, and a honeymoon period and all that all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Mm. So it was already there. I could say we've been like relaunching, but the most mm. important thing is that we were able to reduce our acres on PPC because we were we were spending on average less budget. I was reducing the budget literally day by day of five dollars every day. Um, so, so what's we the relationship? Were... I'm not getting the relationship then between the PPC budget declining because the rankings are improving. What's happening there? So I am declining the budget because I do it myself because I want to spend less. Mm. But you know that PPC rank and organic rank, they're pretty much related. So if you have better results on your organic rank, your PPC is going to be cheaper. So your, your cost per click is going to be cheaper. Your ACUS is going to be lower. So you can actually spend less in the long term with keeping the same sales. This is the whole, the wow. whole reason of, uh, behind this. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why I run this so podcast this, so I can learn things like this. Now I didn't realize that relationship. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. You know, mm. you know, if, if we talk about PPC, it's all about attribution, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes if some seller is asking themselves, okay, why am I doing this campaign? I am, I am putting so much, of a bet, such a high bet, like $3 for this keyword, but it wouldn't get any impression. And I have this keyword on my backend, I have this mm. keyword on my title, but it just wouldn't, wouldn't get an impression. Why? Mm. Because Amazon doesn't attribute your product to that keyword. Because Amazon decides if actually your product can be attributed to PPC for that keyword, is, is eligible mm. for that keyword, the sponsor ads, depending on your sales history, on your conversion, pretty much on your organic positioning, right? Got so it. if you can somehow make your organic position better, this will benefit also your PPC. Mm -hmm. And you can, 
you can have also proof of what I'm saying by looking at the best performing PPC historically between, between all of my clients are those that have a, a well-recognized brand because mm-hmm. they're already doing very well organically. So, yeah. so this is what, this is, this was the entire uh, scope of my, of my strategy to slowly decrease uh, PPC spend because it is getting more expensive and increase the organic rank. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Mm. I was just going to ask a bit then about the discount, the the coupons that you're creating then, which is fine. Is this it? I guess last year there was, and maybe even before that, perhaps in the middle of 2018, um, it was getting Mm -hmm. quite clear that coupon codes and discount codes that you were generating off Amazon to promote your products uh, particularly when it came to launching, we're nowhere near as effective. Are you saying that maybe the coupon code is making a comeback and perhaps it is perhaps a fresh way that we can uh, watch rather than using rebates? I, I, I think it's all about the amount of discount. We didn't do this mm. for a discount that is higher than 20%, never. Oh, I because I still, yeah, I still wanted mm. to keep everything profitable for, uh, for these products. We know our profit margin. So for this particular product, our profit margin was like, I don't remember, like 20% or 19%. So we kept the discount 15%. So counting all the advertising that we spend on Facebook that, by the way, uh, was going to get into that later on, but we can talk about this. Um, We were pretty much breaking even uh, with this because I remember that in this week, we spent something like $70, so $10 a day on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, the whole strategy, I mean... It might sound a little bit complicated and I, I recognize that it, it might be complicated for new sellers to fully understand it and to fully implement this, this strategy because you have to combine a lot of, a lot of different, different parts together. Mm, you right. have to know about your PPC. You mm. have to know about brand analytics because which kind of keywords you want to push your rank for. You want to push those keywords that are most sought for. They, they have the highest uh, search rank mm. and still that are relevant to your product. So you mm. want to do this, this analysis that takes a couple of hours, I would say, for mm. one single product. Then you want to generate your super URLs with those keywords. You mm. want to make the discount. You want to make the intermediate landing page with the discount. There is Pixel 20, fun. 15%. Mm. Yeah. And then this is a very important thing. You need to figure out a good audience on Facebook because yeah. you, don't want to have, you don't want to spend $1 uh, per click. You don't want to do that. Because otherwise we go back to PPC on Amazon, right? That has a very high, yeah, a very high cost. cost, So Mm. this, I was able to do this strategy with my clients only after I figure out the good, the good uh, target audience for them. Once Mm. I found out this audience that has like 40 cents or even less, like sometimes we have 25 cents per click, 30 cents per click, then you can really push your, your clicks because you spend 100 and you have 300 clicks. That's enough. That's enough to move the rank for, I would say, five to ten keywords mm, that's amazing that's a really good uh, yeah. really good system yeah so <laughs> i am also i mean I'm, I'm understanding exactly what you're doing here but i think um some people learn differently and i i, I would love for you to create the video yeah yeah that i think that'd yeah. be really good and we can link up to that i know you're really busy trying to write the article or finish the article by the end of the month for yeah. the trade, top top trends for amazon for 2020 but uh, yeah that yeah. sounds that, that sounds really, really exciting. Mm. Yeah. I want to tell you a little bit more because I have in front of, of me another case study. We did this for some supplements. Mm. So it's, it's a very competitive yep. uh, category. 
Um, so we started on December 10. We were in existence for, so we, we tried to rank for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight keywords. We were unexisting for five of them and we were ranking page three, two, and one for, uh, for three of them. And then December 10, this is the start. And by December, and the BSR was over 2000. Yeah. And uh, by January 7, okay, so this is one month. And I think that in one month, we spent something like 500 US dollars of budget mm-hmm. uh, because we really believe in this product. And it was some of the top seller of this kind that I had. Um, we had this result for one, two, three, four. For four keywords, we were on the first page. For another keyword, we were on the second page. Now, two keywords we were still not ranked for, uh, and one was in the third page, but we moved something. And the good thing is that the BSR was cut in half. We were number 900 something, and mm-hmm. we got Amazon Choice for one of the keywords. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah this, this was really cool. So what I am seeing, uh, I also want to do a little bit of advices here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do your research well, because probably I was, I was trying to rank for a keyword that still wasn't uh, attributed by Amazon because, the, because that product is similar to that other function, but doesn't contain that thing. Okay. Right. I was trying to rank for it, but we didn't rank. So we were trying to force the rank and it didn't work. Mm. Um, another thing that I want to tell you, so do your analysis. Don't try to, to, to force this system too much. So probably switch it off if it's not relevant because you're going to waste your budget or probably you're going to trigger something like Amazon saying, Hey, why would this come up with this search? You know, mm. uh, probably later on, if you have a better BSR, you can try to do that. Um, and another thing is, uh, what did I want to say that? Yeah, do your research and try to figure out also the best way to talk to your audience. I remember we were doing a lot of tests also on um, Facebook ads with mm-hmm. different, uh, different design. Yeah, I, I think I already said in the webinar that I did with Megla, try to use canva.com. It's a free tool to make design uh, yeah. that are also very good for Facebook ads. It's awesome. Uh, mm. Yeah, so it takes, you know, if you combine all of those things together, it takes a while to, to make it, but it is actually working because mm. we really, really, it was really a game changer for, for this product. It was unexisting. And also this product, it was, let's say, a relaunch. It's been in the market for a year. Yeah. And we had like, before engagement, we had like two sales a day. Now we are stable on 10 to 20 sales a day of this product. Only. Happy, happy, happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's a great outcome. Um, Canva's awesome. Uh, canva.com and it's actually, it was uh, created by an Australian couple, I think, or oh, a woman. I that's think. great. I can't remember. Yeah. I have to, I've forgotten the story. Um, I'm sure it's on Wikipedia. Perhaps it's on their about us page. I'm not sure, but yeah, they're a great Australian story there up there with Atlassian as well, which is another fantastic, um, software. yeah. Um, and you also now have, I, th- I believe a client or in Australia, you have some kind of Australian connection. Can we talk about that? Or do you want to come back on and talk? Oh, yeah. About time? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't disclose the name right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But I can tell you that, yeah, I just, I just acquired this client uh, just a couple of months ago. We, we started our test. They liked our services. And uh, as soon as we will renew everything, 
I'm trying to bring it in your show because uh-huh. I want to show actually, yeah, yeah, I want to show how actually Australian brands can really crush it in the US market because that's what we're trying to do. They're really great. They're really lovely to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually love the, the ways that Australian brands do. I mean, for me, it's, it's the only one that I'm working with from Australia and it's, it's being a really great experience. So I work mostly with brands from China in the US and I can tell you that you guys are really easy to work with. Uh, so, <laughs> all of us, every single Australian. Yeah. <laughs> We're all super duper easy and laid back and easy going. It's kind of true almost. Yeah. Um, but that's it. So this isn't a private label seller that you're working with. This is actually an established Australian brand. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Awesome. They are really well established. They have lots of followers on Facebook already. They have a strong brand in Australia. I don't mm. know if you know them. I hope that when we settle everything that I need to with them, then I can bring them in the show and uh, they can talk more. I mean, I would really love if they would be able to put their voice and say something about what they're doing, what we're doing together so that, you know, we can give more hope uh, to every selling seller who's out there trying to make a difference in the US market or, you know, globally. That's, that's the point of it. That's it. Oh, that's so cool. All right. Oh, look, let's cross our fingers and hope that that, uh, that particular brand agree to come on back on the show with you and perhaps we can do a big old um, conference call and just talk about yeah. that so far. But that's really exciting. I'm so happy when Australian brands uh, or Australian sellers, which is the name of the podcast, which is why I called it that, to you know get get lift their yep. eyes out of <laughs> Australia and actually see that there's a really big world out there and there's a lot of um, huge markets offshore here in Australia or from Australia. So, yeah, yeah that's great. Um, yeah. David, that is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your Thanks insights you. there for 2020 and also just that, that ranking um, and launching or relaunching in that case, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I know that it uh, – what time is it there in Italy right now? Because I think it's quite early uh, in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, it is 10, 10 a.m. Oh, that's not too uh, bad. Just, yeah. yeah, it's in. not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's just coming up on half past yeah. eight here in Australia. So oh, actually 10 past, ten, that's 10 past eight. Yeah, cool, mate. Well, listen, um, hopefully I will be able to – see if I can skive up to Hong Kong in April as well after India uh, and, yeah, and no we can have cross up there. It'd be great to catch up and shake hands and maybe even have a beer. We'll see. Yeah, sure. Sure. I'll be, be working on this, you know, little video. Uh, I already agreed with one of my partners that we will use one of his products for a case study. It is cool. a running belt. They are really great guys from the UK and we're going to show this case study. I just need to finish up little things and then I will put it online, probably uh, on YouTube or whatever. Then I will just send the link to you. That's super exciting. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, let's talk soon. Thanks to you. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.